Hello and welcome to the Wednesday Weekly Waffle. My name's Joe Smart. Hope you're well and having a good week so far. So this week I'm going to be waffling on around something that I'm, I really enjoy spending my time doing. And as you may have guessed on this podcast, I'm a bit of a nerd. Uh, freely, freely admit that. Um, but one of the things I've been, I like to do is to, to relax and things is to play video games, to play computer games. And one of my favorites, one of the games I really like to play are called role-playing games. So they're games where you, you know, you're in a different universe in a different space um, and you get to play a character that often you help design and you basically go into different situations and you go through a story and it's, you know, very much, very much like an immersive um, film or something similar, but very much that focus on your choices matter. So you almost have the illusion that you're creating the story, even though obviously someone's mapped out that's every possibility. And there's some great games out there that do that. One that's been around for a long, long time and still continues to be one of the best I've played is called Red Dead Redemption 2. So Red Dead Redemption 2 is a is a Western game set in the ages of the Old West, just as the uh, sort of the, the Wild West was starting to die, so around 1897. And it's fa- fixated around this this um, gang of outlaws that are sort of on the, the last, you know, free men of America. You know, they've, they're used to going where they want, taking what they want doing what they want and the the, U, the u.s system is starting to catch up with them you know railway railways are appearing telephone connections post offices the civilization is kind of sweeping across and they're almost retreating in front of that civilization and so it's the story of a, a man called arthur morgan who is almost a man out of time so it's about a man who um <clears throat> he's you know from a different era he was from the frontiers the wild that kind of wild west kind of thing and now where he you know where he grew up it was all about surviving in the wilderness hunting and, and all that kind of good stuff and now there's the cities are paved there's electricity flowing everywhere and he just looks like a man who's in the wrong wrong era and the story is very much like a redemption arc and i won't go through too much of the story because it's a it's a brilliant story if you've not played it it's well 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 worth checking out but the thing I want to talk about with Red Dead Redemption 2 is that because it's a role-playing game, you can the, the way the people who've made it have made it so you can pretty much play it any way you want. So for sometimes when I've had a particularly stressful day, I tend to um, get on my <laughs> virtual horse, ride up into the wilderness, and uh, just wander around in the snowy mountains for a little bit. Sometimes I go into the local bar and play some hands of poker. Other times if I'm feeling quite mischievous, I start a bar fight or, you know, start shooting people. But what's really interesting with this Red Dead game is that as you do things, often, you know, you're faced with a moral choice. Like, do you save this person? Do you do this? Do you do that? And what I really love about the role-playing games is you run it through your own filters first. So even though you're playing a character, you are still yourself and you're still almost putting yourself in those shoes to make that decision. And as you as you make that decision, sometimes you I, sometimes I play with it, you know. So I, I know that normally I would not rob that person because that's the wrong thing to do. Because I'm playing a game, I'm going to rob that person and see how I feel. Um, but even if I do that, I often find that hours, sometimes days later, I'm still feeling guilty <laughs> about that thing, and I have to go back and reload the game and do the other thing. And it's so fascinating because that is just a game. Those people don't really exist. It's not really a thing. But for me, because, you know, the way humans perceive the world, I I lived that and I went through that decision and the game made me feel a certain way and I feel really gu- guilty about it. And so the beauty of the game is obviously you can go back and reload <laughs> and do the other thing and see the, how, the, how you then get on. 
Um, but yeah, it's just fascinating to, to use uh, it's, as I use, and I've heard other people say they use that as well. It's very much sometimes they have games, which, you know, you can do anything and they spend the whole time fishing <laughs> or something, just whatever gives them peace at that moment. Um, but the thing I wanted to talk about with Red Dead, and it was you know, it was about role-playing and that kind of, because we use that in training and we use that when we're trying to manage difficult situations. You know, people do that in therapy and things, that putting yourself in another's place and playing through the scenario. So it's, you know, one of those things that humans love to do. Um, I think video games are just doing it so well in the rise of virtuality, and that's probably a different topic. <laughs> but the thing I wanted to talk about today is when the, in this Red Dead game, you can play it through various different viewpoints, which is, I think, is kind of very, very fascinating. So the, the classic one is the first-person viewpoints. That is as if you're seeing it through the character's eyes. And when you play that game, um, when you play it that way, you can see things, you can see everything, you know, the leaves on the trees, the grass blowing, the little animals running around. And it's, you know, really, really, you feel like you're in the moment. But most people tend to play it as a third person where you're almost watching the, the character like it's a TV show, you know, when you're watching the, the person running around. And what's interesting is when you go to the third person, you can really see a lot more. So you can see more of what's around you. You can see what's behind you. Your character can be facing in one direction. You can see what's happening behind you. You can do that thing where you pan the camera around. So when your character's almost walking towards you. <laughs> so you get that kind of epic walking towards you out of the sunset kind of thing. But what's really interesting is I was kind of observing that. Is there, is there something I talked about in a previous podcast around looking at situations through different um, different viewpoints? And so we often talk about looking at things from a third. I think for NLP, we're talking about first person, a third person, you know, helicoptering your view out to really give you a sense of what's really going on. But with video games, you can actually give that a go in you know real time. And so I was experimenting with this the other day. And it is fascinating that if you're playing as a first person, so you're looking through the eyes of the character and your camera is fixed, you know, you move your head, as you move your head around, you move the joysticks around, you can see what you can see. It's amazing how limited your view is. So how sharp things you're looking at, but how much you miss, which is why I think so many people play the game in that third person or even sort of, you know, pan out a little bit further so they can see everything. And if we take that back into our own lives, you know, how often do we zoom out and, put, and see ourselves in the third person? to actually see what's going on around us, to see that we are part of something uh, bigger rather than just being the one player in the room. And it was something I thought I'd wanted to just waffle on, really. So if you are a big fan of Red Day games and Grand Theft Auto and all those other great games, then, um, yeah, you know, it, look at it through a slightly different way when you're playing it. What are you seeing? What you're not seeing? Try different views. See what you see now. See if you feel more connected or more less than disconnected to the world that you're you're playing within. And if you've never done video games before, and I'm talking, this doesn't make a lot of sense to you, then I would say uh, give it a go. Cause it's brilliant. <laughs> it's great fun. Um, but I would also say the going back to the NLP technique. Any situation you're in, anything you're doing, think about if I was in my first person state, which is my standard state, what can I see and what am I noticing? But if I used my that, that ability that I have to look at myself in the third person, so outside of myself, looking back at myself, what can I see now? And if I go further away, like the other side of the room, like a camera that's panning around, what can I see now? And then as you zoom back into your first person again, you then have that added visibility and added look to, to make decisions and understand what's going on. So there's the waffle this week. Um, I hope you have a great week and I look forward to seeing you next week. Take care. Bye.